Welcome to episode 23, uh, 23 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, 23rd of July, 2000, 2019, still 2019. I say that every time. Um, hello, people. How's your week going? Uh, two days in. I hope it's going well. It's fucking hot here. Um fucking hot i don't know what it's like the rest of the world or whatever but in the uk at the minute it is fucking roasting man ah oh, jesus and it's only going to get warmer that sounds like it's a prediction for global warming in the future but uh fucking thursday jesus i'm just looking at it thursday 96 it's going to get up to it is 77 degrees here at the moment in northampton Sound like I'm doing a fucking weather forecast, but it's been roasting today. Hence the reason it's uh, ten past ten at night, because I've had to have the fan on today, uh, trying to keep me cool, because we don't have aircon as standard in the UK, because we don't need it. We we only need aircon like about three days a year, and we just live through that. That's it. Drinking tea and fucking... No doubt, uh, judging foreigners. <laughs> That's what we do. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's been fucking hot today, man. I um, I I went for a swim again today, getting uh, back into the swimming. Give it a break for about a week because of the old ear situation, but the old ears cleared up now, and um, I've uh, I've got earplugs as well. Uh, which is helping out, but I feel a bit of a fucking... You just get paranoid that they're falling out all the time. That's the only thing when you go swimming. I keep checking. It's fucking with my swimming, man. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I went for a swim today, uh, which was nice because the pool was nice and cool and it was fucking roasting outside. Uh, got back to my car and that hasn't got aircon either. I know. I know I need to get a car with aircon. Like for them three days a year... Uh, but I just open the window. That's what that's what I do. I do old school, open the window, and uh, let all the hot air out. That's it, isn't it? That's what we do. Uh, anyway, yeah, so I went for a swim today, uh, and that was cut short because the fucking soon-to-be-dead aerobics team with their synchronised swimming or whatever, synchronised women it was in, there, in the pool, like about 20 minutes into uh, my swim. A load of uh, old women came in to keep for their fitness although by the looks of it i'm not sure it's working i don't know how much just jumping up and down to loud music um the venger boys uh can really help a woman in her 60s and 70s uh get rid of them uh get rid of them big old thighs that they've got they all seem to have big thighs they all look like they were wearing a onesie like the um uh, Andre the Giant used to wear. I've said this before on the podcast, but like they always wear a onesie like that, and um, you know, like the, the the leotard sort of like thing, and um, yeah, and they're all about sixty or seventy, jumping up and down. Uh, there was a couple of younger people in there who looked awkward. There was a sort of film that because they they cordon off like half the pool, so these people can do their fucking jumping up and down, and then there's some sergeant major woman on the side who's walking around telling them all what to do she don't get wet she's just on the side just 
telling them jump up and down now, walk forwards, walk backwards. I don't know how, you know, beneficial that is. I know water's got like, you know, it's harder to walk through water than air, obviously. But I'm not sure it's really doing them any good, really, to be perfectly honest with you. They just, I don't know. It's not working for you girls. You're not, you know, they're, they're having a go, aren't they? They're having a go. But, you know, jumping up and down in water. Loads of people do that at the pool. I've never known this before, that people just walk up and down a pool or just like, you know, not even bother swimming. They just get in the pool and do a few stretches and then get out again. Fucking weird. The fucking, ugh, I don't know. Anyway, that fucking ruined my swim after about 20 minutes. Um because the music was just blaring out and I just wanted to just like have a nice swim, have a relax, but you can't because there's too many fucking people around. Hopefully some of them might drop off on Thursday when it hits 96. <laughs> when it is, when it is about 96 degrees, some of them are going to start flaking out in the car park on the way back to their car after their aerobics. So it might be a cut down, uh, cut down group next week. Uh, let's have a bit of tea. I'm still drinking tea. Yeah, still drinking tea, even though it's fucking 70-odd degrees or whatever. I feel like um, I feel like uh, some sort of like um, guy going over to India at the moment, like in the heat, still drinking tea, British, <laughs> like they used to, sitting outside, you know, whilst other people are doing all the work for them, the natives, and they're just sitting there drinking tea under a parasol. Ah, oh dear. Them were the days. Them were the days. <laughs> Where you could get away with fucking loads of shit. Ah, oh, Jesus. Anyway, uh, yeah, so I had a swim. The swim went all right, and then I had a sauna afterwards. I don't know why I did that. I might as well have just gone outside because it was fucking... I was sweating like shit after the shower anyway uh, that I had. And then by the time I got back to my car, I was just soaked in sweat again. Oh, I know. It's a sweaty episode, this one, I tell you. I am just leaking at the moment uh, from everywhere. Fucking the older I get, I tell you what, I've I've never really been that much of a clammy person or whatever. But my the back of uh, it's putting on weight, isn't it? That's that's it. It's putting on weight, I suppose. Getting older, getting the old middle age spread. But I've never had like sweat leaking down my back before. I've never had that. Forty two. It just, like, I don't know, something's just triggered the sweat glands and they've just started, you know, working overdrive, like today. I've never had a sweaty back before. You see people with sweaty backs, don't you? And you think, oh, God, that's disgusting, man. That's me today, people. A sweaty, fat back. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so I've... Uh, I've uh, I went for the swim in that. That was... Oh. God, with the with the aerobics lot and that sort of thing, and they all file in. They've all got like, uh, you know, they've all got their hair um, all tied up. They don't want to get their hair wet, you know. So, uh, so I did that. Came home and uh, and then I had jobs to do. Like one job leads to another job, inevitably cleaning stuff. Fucking in this weather as well. I had to clean my car. That took two hours. I know. I like a little bit of a relax usually. Like cleaning my car, you know, something doing something like that mundane, something mundane, lets allows my brain to a little bit of freedom. Something repetitive. That's what I ought to do. I should just get a packing job on a production line or something like that. The amount of fucking material I'd write, 
Um, which is another thing I've done today, writing material, because I've got a couple of uh, spots coming up, um, just new bits uh, tomorrow night and Thursday night uh, before Saturday. Uh, I've got a gig on Saturday as well. But um, I've got a few uh, bits where I was just booked in for, n- for new material nights just to run out a few little bits. So hopefully they uh, should be all right. It's always weird trying out new material. Always weird. It's just, you know, you've got no confidence in it. You think it's funny and you want to try it out in front of a good audience because you could just bury it if you try it out in in front of a uh, in front of a shit audience it could just get buried so um so I'm going to be running that out on Wednesday and Thursday nights so um Thursday night's going to be fucking hot if it's like 97 or something like Thursday day fuck me man and the only reason I can do my podcast now is because it's got cool enough that I can switch off my fan so I haven't got that wing fucking noise in the background that I've been having all day searing into my brain. Ah, oh dear. Anyway, um, fuck me, I'm sweating like mad at the minute. Um, anyway, what have you been up to, Ben? Well, apart from uh, doing fuck all uh, and swimming and judging older ladies... Uh, some of them had very big legs. That's all. I, I don't know what that's about. They were quite slim up top, but their legs were enormous. I don't know what it is. What what old women in their 60s, 70s, some of them got to be 80s. There was that smell. There's a definite smell of cheap perfume. There was a film across the fucking... I swam through one bit and it was just like, ugh. Jesus, it was just like cheap fucking lavender perfume or whatever it is. I don't know, but it was something like that. That Something either lavender or fucking, you know, some cheap lily of the valley shit that uh, women of a certain age seem to want. Maybe that's it. Maybe putting the lavender stuff on just makes your legs swell up. But some woman had like mass, oh, massive legs, man. Massive. Oh, I know you shouldn't judge these days, people. I know. But I'm just making an observation. No one's going to turn around to her and go, hey, I really like your slim legs. Oh, really? She's bouldering in like fucking Robocop. You know. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. Anyway, uh, odd people. Odd. That's the only thing I liked about uh, sitting in the sauna was looking out the window and judging people as they were walking by. That's it. And I ain't like, hey. I haven't got any modelling contracts queuing up, so uh, you know, I'm not. I am having a go, but like, I'm not saying I'm I'm like the be all and end all. But uh, you know, I don't know how do you lose weight off your legs? How do you, you you know, without without you know spending about six months in a wheelchair? How are you gonna? Because surely just walking around is just gonna keep exercising those. And they didn't look particularly fat legs. You know, they had no cellulite on them. They were just fucking tree trunk legs. Short little tree trunk legs and a long body on this woman. She had, I don't know. Anyway, I haven't got to, you know, I haven't got to see her that often, have I? Really? It's no biggie. I haven't got to live with them legs, have I? Jesus, you know. She was tiny as well. Tiny with big legs. You know, it's got to be hard to find leggings or something like that to fit you. 
<laughs> I don't fucking know what I'm on about. Jesus. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so I did, uh, so that's that. That's my day completed, and then I had one job led into another job, fixing my car, and then noticing something was fucking scratched on there, so I had to deal with the scratch and fucking... And then as you're dealing with a scratch, you knock something behind the radiator um, when you come back indoors. So then you have to take the radiator off the hallway and fucking get that. And then it's all dusty behind the radiator. So you think, oh, I'll clean that up. And then you put the radio back on and it starts leaking. And fucking hell, Jesus, man. Just went from one thing to another thing. Maybe I shouldn't have been judging. Oh, no. Maybe I shouldn't have been judging the big leg woman at the gym. That could have been it. That could have been karma, people. A leaking radiator for judging some woman who has fucking, Jesus, hippopotamus legs. That's what she reminded me of. She had, like, hippopotamus legs. Not the body of a hippopotamus sitting on there, but just short, stubby, fat legs. (laughs) And quite a long body. If you could imagine possibly a hippopotamus and a sort of chicken I'd done it. She looked a little bit like that. She had the feathery hair. I don't know. Anyway, I'll, I, I, I would take a photo, but it's odd, isn't it? You can't take a photo of somebody as they're walking by and they say, excuse me, can I just take a photo of you so I can give like a better description to the podcast listeners for my podcast? <laughs> That's not going to go down well. Um, bit more tea there, bit more tea. Anyway. Uh, what have I been up to? Um, well, since the last time I spoke to you, I did that gig in um, Tewkesbury at a fucking, what was it, cricket club, uh, which was nice, but it's always a bit weird because they all know each other. Um, whereas, like, people in a normal comedy club or at a normal gig, they're quite anonymous. Nobody really knows each other. You might have a couple of tables that know each other or something like that. Or... Um, you might have, uh, you know, groups of people in there. But, like, predominantly the audience don't know each other, so you can play off it a little bit. But it changes the dynamics of gigs because when you're in an audience, uh, in front of an audience who all know each other and they all fucking knew each other there, they just want you to be a bit of a cunt to their friend. That's it, innit? You know, they just want you to fucking hammer one of their friends and uh, they don't really want to, like... They're not really interested in the material. And particularly at a cricket club where they're all like middle class and that sort of thing. They just essentially want you to call uh, one of their friends a homosexual. (laughs) That's it. That's all they want you to do. You could just go on the audience and say, I'm sure you like men. Oh, you're fucking genius. Uh, But I didn't do that. I ploughed through material. There was a couple of bits that went a little bit off track. Uh, with some woman at the front and uh, some other guy who was questioning my sexuality, Um, which haven't we all done that from time to time? (laughs) No. Uh, Well, I haven't really, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, But that's me, isn't it? You know, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really 2019, am I? You know, I'm old school, born in the 70s. And I, at some point, there's going to be, I'm going to end up, people like me are going to end up in a museum. I'll end up in a museum somewhere or in some sort of like fucking, you know, some sort of like zoo somewhere. That's what I'll be. And it'll just be an exhibition and just me standing there shouting out like fucking random shit 
as people come and look at me and say, this is a, this is a guy who was born in 1977. Uh, <laughs> and they're all gawking at me, not being able to relate, just uh, trying to hold up emojis up to the fucking bars as I'm like, uh, I don't know, chewing on a banana or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so what was weird about that gig, though, uh, which I've never had before. I know I've had two gigs in the last uh, week or so where I've never had some of it before. It's the gig the other week where uh, the guy actually uh, running the gig comes in and not the guy running the gig, but the guy who owned the venue uh, saying about uh, keeping the noise down. All right, me old fruit. Okay, Mr. Delicate, we'll try and keep it down for your neighbours. Jesus. And uh, at this gig, I had a guy come backstage into the green room uh, to actually heckle me, like after I'd been on stage. After the gig was over, he thought it was his uh, prime opportunity to come backstage and make some sort of comment about train spotting. I imagine it's because I have a skinhead. I've explained this, you know. I don't want to go to the hairdressers to have my hair cut. Uh, because I I hate dealing with people. That's it. You have to make that idle little chit-chat, and I am not interested in the hairdressing world. You know, I'm not interested in talking to people or anything like that. I'd go to the hairdressers if they didn't fucking talk to you, or yeah, they didn't sort of like wait for you to talk or ask you about your day or anything like that. that that's what they ought to do. Somebody with social issues. There's got to be a hairdresser out there with, like, social anxiety or something who just puts a hood on and just, like, uh, cuts your hair from there and doesn't make any eye contact or, like, doesn't want to get involved with you or anything like that. Point that hairdresser's out to me and I will go to that hairdresser's. There's got to be some sort of hairdresser at the minute in 2019 who's got social anxiety issues and just there's just two fucking hands and a pair of scissors just come out of a wall <laughs> that he's standing behind. I'd go to that hairdresser's. I would go to them so I don't have to speak to them. Anyway, uh, the guy made some sort of... Uh, uh, some sort of uh, heckle about, like, or comment, really. It was just a statement. I think it wasn't even like he came back after I'd been on stage and went, oh, yeah, it was clearly pissed. Oh, I was going to heckle you with train spotting. Oh, you, okay, like the film. I take it the film. You're not just going to reel off a load of fucking locomotion numbers to me. Um, locomotion. <laughs> Locomotive. That's it, isn't it? Jesus. Got the old Kylie Minogue song fucking bringing up there. But yeah. I've never had that before, where somebody's actually made the point of heckling. And I was just like, well, you know, I tell you what, me old buddy, the uh, the, the gig's over for me now, right? You you had an opportunity there. If you want to, why don't you just, you know, look me up on Facebook, I said. Look me up on Facebook, put it all in a little message, and uh, and and I'll, I'll read it by the time I get home, which uh, which hasn't happened. Um, so I imagine uh, I was trying to be polite, but you just uh, you just want to give him a fuck off, really. I was trying to be polite because the guy who rent the gig was there, uh, and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, just put it all in an email me off through. Yeah, all right then, see you later. And then uh, I heard him talking about train spotting outside. Didn't I think that guy like that's you and McGregor, by the way. I imagine 
Um, Ewan McGregor was in his 20s in that film as well, I think. I look nothing like Ewan McGregor in his 20s. That is a hell of a compliment you've just laid at me there. (laughs) One of the most famous people in Hollywood. You look just exactly like him because I've got a skinhead. That's it. And countless other people. Anyone with cancer. (laughs) Anyone on chemotherapy and Ewan McGregor. That's who I look like. That's me. Ah, fucking hell. Anyway, that, that was a nice, uh, uh, nice little, uh, nice little uh, new thing for me. Anyway, people breaking into the fucking green room after the gig and then coming uh, and then heckling me afterwards. You know, I'm quite used to it where, when I'm on stage every now and again. You know, somebody will pipe up, but Jesus Christ, fucking hell! Wait until the end of the gig, not having the fucking bollocks to actually say it at the gig, but still needing to make that point. I've thought of something, and it was something I looked like. Jesus, you know, say what you see me, old fruit, but don't say it at the time. You know, you didn't have the bollocks to say it during a, you know, 25-minute set. You know, best keep it to yourself. I don't know what the best he hoped to get out from that. You know what I mean? I don't know what was the best response he wanted for me to give to that. Coming in and saying, oh, train spotting. Oh, yeah, fucking hell, yeah. I have, yeah, I am. I, I, Weirdly enough, I have travelled through time. I am Ewan McGregor from trains. Not even Ewan McGregor. Like, whatever his character's name was. Renton, wasn't it? Mark Renton. Whatever. I am Mark Renton from train spotting. I assume that's who he meant anyway. <laughs> There's me getting old Billy Big old uh, Benny Big Bollocks about it, thinking on the Ewan McGregor character in, in this scenario. It might not have been. He might have just thought I looked like the, the Tommy who gets AIDS in it. <laughs> that could have been it. Oh, I should have questioned him a little bit more. Should have questioned him more. Anyway, let's move on from that. Uh, today's the day uh, where the world will end, no doubt. Because, uh, as has happened on the news today, I don't know if you've seen this, uh, we have our own fucking idiot in charge now. I know. There we were judging the Americans out there. American listeners, I apologise completely for everything I have said about you lot being idiots and voting in a fucking penis. Uh, We have our own penis now. That's it. Boris Johnson has been voted in as the Prime Minister of England by his party, his party, the Conservative Party, are in power. Uh, Theresa May fucked off, um, basically leaving um, uh, a titanic um, shitstorm about the Brexit, like behind her, in her wake. And uh, they needed to vote for a new party um, party leader. They voted in Boris, uh, Boris Johnson, uh, who's... Uh, I don't know, he makes Trump look like a fucking genius. To be fair, I know people say um, these people are idiots, uh, Boris Johnson and fucking uh, Donald Trump, but Jesus, man, they can't be that fucking stupid, you know what I mean? There's not many people who become Prime Minister and um, uh, President of the United States. I know, I know they say stupid things and they're fucking idiots 
Um, but they can't. Surely they can't be that stupid. They've actually done that. They've they've got to the top of where they wanted to be by manipulating the system and fucking getting on TV. That's all you need to do now to be a leader. All you need to do is be a bit of a twat and get on TV. That's all you need to do now, it seems. You need to have a regular program that you get on so you're kept in the public eye, say some outrageous stuff. Uh, People go, oh, he's a bit of a tit. They totally underestimate you, and then you just fucking slam them out. In it, and then just knock that fucking penalty into the fucking top corner, and you're there. That's it now. Jesus, man. You know, five years ago, nobody would have thought that Boris Johnson would be fucking prime minister. He's a fuck. Oh, God. Not. Uh, anyway, no doubt, not to get too fucking liberal, man, on your. Uh, but, like, Jesus Christ, you know, the fucking lunatics have finally taken over the asylum. That's it. That's it. You know, it's just laughable, isn't it? And there's, but the worst thing about it is there's, there's nobody, there's nobody else. There's nobody else who is a viable option for prime minister at the moment. Jeremy Corbyn doesn't know what he's doing. I imagine. I don't know what he's doing. He's probably, it's 10, nearly 10.30 at night. He's probably still eating breakfast. That's probably, he probably hasn't got out of his pyjamas and his slippers today. That's the sort of person, uh, you know, he came along with some great ideas. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. And fucking nothing. Uh, But anyway, yeah. So there's no other viable options um, for Prime Minister other than uh, Boris Johnson, it would seem at the moment. (laughs) We get what we deserve, people. That's it. This is our fucking multimedia, fucking selfie-taking, it's all about me, 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 fucking culture that we've got. This is where it ends up. You end up with a fucking idiot in charge. Jesus. And now we've got two idiots with a fucking... who are going to end up fucking bumming each other or having orgies or whatever they fucking do uh, when they meet each other. Jesus Christ. It's going to be... Who knows? Anyway, how long's it for? How long's it for? Fuck it. Let's 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 just let's just see how fucked up and mental it can actually get. That's what you in the end. That's what you think, isn't it? Just think. Fuck it. Let's see how mental everything can fucking get. Let's just like burn everything, burn everything down. Fuck it. The house uh, number ten will be a, like. I don't know what he's going to do with that. He'll probably open a rave. In there, it'll be a constant fucking tit party with strippers with their tits out, you know, just running out of number 10 every now and again, and he wheels in another lot, another coach load of strippers turns up, that sort of thing. He's going to probably paint it blue. That's what he'll probably do, just paint the entire the entire 10 Downing Street blue on the outside and have cladding put up. Who knows? Who knows what he's going to fucking do? probably put a glitter ball outside or even a fucking um you know a stripper's pole so they can pole dance either side where the policemen stand outside he'll replace them with strippers and they'll just be revolving constantly revolving round there as he walks in and he just pats them on the ass i don't know fucking hell jesus anyway um that's what the world's come to so far there is one thing i wanted to talk about though 
other than that, which is uh, thoroughly depressing, not to get, not that I really give a fuck about politics anyway, and I've never voted, but I mean, hey man, if you'd have voted, he wouldn't have got in. It doesn't work like that, unfortunately. His party was always already in power. They just replaced the fucking leader. So by default, he becomes the prime minister. That's it. Prime minister by default, which is pretty much how Theresa May got it and all. Um, so anyway, uh, one thing I have watched uh, this week, um, which was quite interesting on the BBC iPlayer, was a documentary about incels. I know. Zeitgeist bird word of the fucking week. Baby, um, yeah, incels. Uh, I don't know if you know. This is in. This is uh, a documentary on the BBC iPlayer, and it just fucking blew my fucking mind. Uh, incels is uh, stands for involuntary celibates. Now, this is people who can't get laid. Basically, uh, virgins, um, men, specifically men, because as we all know, there ain't no you know. There's no involuntary women out there, celibate women out there. <laughs> There's involuntary women out there. <laughs> there might be in prison. <laughs> uh, yeah, this was a documentary about, oh, fucking hell, about involuntary celibates that are always men because you don't get many involuntary. I don't think there is any in the history of the world involuntary celibate women. This is men who are trying to get laid and can't, basically. Uh, which never happens to women. You could be the roughest woman in the world and somebody's still going to have you. Um, because that's what men are like. Men will just go for anything. They'll get drunk, do whatever. But uh, women are a little bit more choosy. Uh, but this was, uh, yeah, it was a fucking fascinating documentary about these fucking weird guys, uh, these incel guys who set up all these online chat rooms and basically slag off fucking women. Because none of them want to sleep with them. <laughs> They're just virgins. But some dude, uh, what was his name? Elliot Roger went on a, you know, went on a killing spree trying to kill hot women. That's what basically they think women are stuck up. These hot women are stuck up and that's why they won't sleep with them. It's not that, lads. It's not that. It might be a little bit of that. It might be a little bit because you're a bit fucking ugly and stuff like that. But all you have to do is talk to people, don't you? That's all, you know. And this Elliot Roger went on a killing spree. I think he killed about six people, six women. Uh, He was trying to get into a frat house, man. Is it a frat house or a sorority? Is that the one? I don't know. You know, frat house is men, isn't it? Sorority women. Let me know, American listeners. Um, Yeah, sorority, he tried to get in there and fucking kill people because um, none of them would uh, suck his old pecker. Um, but it was really weird and fucked up, sort of like he was in a car sitting there doing this, you're going to pay for this, and fucking getting mentaler and mentaler. Uh, judgment day's coming. That's what I always do, isn't it? Judgment day's coming. As they're talking into a camera on their own, just go out, just get, you know, there's prostitutes out there, you know. If you're that desperate to get laid, there's prostitutes out there that will do that for money, literally, like that, without any of the hassle of, like, hey, are you going to be calling me next week or anything like that? You know. So because these guys um, 
can't get laid, they go out. He went out and like murdered a load of fucking people instead of, uh, uh, you know, and then killed himself, I think. And now he's the poster boy for these incels who is basically like a misogynistic sort of like movement because they can't get their dick wet. They take it out on the women and say women are just shallow and that sort of thing. But they don't want, you know, they don't want the rough girls, you know, the ones you learn on. That's what you, you know, they're going for like supermodels straight away. That's not how it goes, people. (laughs) That's not how it goes if you're an average looking guy. You just try and, you know, you need something to learn on first. It doesn't matter. Just get your mileage in. That's it, isn't it? You know, get up to speed because you're going to be awful. You don't want to get a fucking supermodel for the first girlfriend that you're ever going to fuck because you're just going to be awful. You're not going to know what to do. You're going to be firing off like it's going to be like fireworks night. Bang, bang, bang. Isn't it? You just want somebody rough just to work on a little bit, get your technique down. You know, the first time you write your name, you do that. You you do a backwards N. You know, you're never. You're not going to get it right first time. You know, you need to practice there. Somewhat, somewhat, someone to learn on, and then you build up to that when you've tried to communicate with women a little bit. And then you try and use things to your advantage. You might not be a good-looking guy, but you might have a good sense of humour. Make them laugh. You know, get in there. I don't fucking know what I'm on about. Uh, but anyway, it worked for me. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, it was, a, it was an interesting documentary. And just showed how fucked up these guys were. One of the guys who was wearing a mask, I don't know why, he's sort of like, um, he pretends to be a model guy. And then he meets these girls and then just basically slags them off for these good-looking girls for being shameless and um, shallow and all this sort of thing when he meets them. You know, that's a, that, that's his life now. And then it turned out they had uh, a prevention order or something like that uh, that where he couldn't see his ex-girlfriend and stuff. So he's a fucking lunatic. They're just It's just the entitlement behind it was amazing. There was one. There was one guy uh, with long hair who was quite a good guy. Uh, he seemed quite a nice guy, and he was part of this incel group. And he wasn't part of the slagging off women or stuff like that. But he's never going to get laid because he was fucking weird. <laughs> he said he was on the autistic spectrum. No shit, Sherlock. Jesus Christ. You know, he just had a weird that weird vacant stare about him. You know, he just like a blank expression. I was talking to somebody about this, and I said uh, he he's like one wank away from killing somebody. One wank away, um, but he just had a weird blank expression. But it was quite sweet how he was like looking for love and stuff like that. And then he went out. You know, he went out and he went singing, like doing a bit of karaoke just to get out there and meet people and that. But he dressed in a fucking suit. Yeah, I know. You always get that person who goes out. You know, everybody's in jeans and a shirt and they're in a suit and you're just like, what the fuck? You never, you got to ditch that guy. You know, you're never, you're overdressed for a karaoke night if you're going out in a suit, I think. <laughs> it's a fucking interesting thing, though. But I didn't realise, guy, that's that's the internet for you, though, isn't it? That's the internet. There's a fucking community for everybody out there. Weirdos not getting laid. And they're just getting, they just wind each other up. No no wonder somebody goes out there, you know, like, 
aggressive young male towards women in a country where they sell fucking guns. What's going to go? You know, what's going to happen there? Oh, I wonder. Ah, uh, fucking hell. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was quite interesting because I didn't realise, like, people... <laughs> I realised virgin ex- virgins existed, but I didn't realise they were, they were fucking, you know... You think they're geeky people? Well, they were fucking geeky people and that sort of thing. They all had something weird with them. You know what I mean? They were always, they were a little bit, they are all a bit, you know, you're listening to him speak and you're like, fucking, you know, even the nice guy, the one with a blank stare, he looked like a fucking, you know, he walked like a robot, he talked like a robot, he had no fucking emotion there. You know, it's a hard barrier to break down. <laughs> I don't think women are going to go for that. I am, <laughs> I am looking forward to this day. All right, you fucking freaky weirdo. Jesus, just put yourself back on charge. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, that was quite interesting. Check it out, guys. Check it out. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of, uh, a few gigs this week, like uh, more than a couple, to be honest. Uh, a few trying out new material bits and that sort of thing. So, uh, fucking hell, 37 minutes, man. I have gone on no end. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm going to be trying that out, and then that'll be uh, for the weekend uh, for the weekend clubs that I'm doing this weekend. Um, if you... Uh, that's pretty much it. I've, I've fucking rambled on a little bit in this episode, haven't I? Um, if you... Uh, like this, you can subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts and the Podbean site. Uh, it's just the Ben Briggs podcast on Podbean. Um, you can uh, message me on podcast at benbriggs.co.uk and um, you can like the Facebook page for the podcast, which is at the Ben Briggs podcast. I will be back on Saturday, probably a bit less hotter and a little bit less rambly. Um, Have a good week, guys. I'll speak to you then. Take care.